0: hello america welcome 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 it's now time for sweet d with her podcast called cry let it all out and as you know my other rap name is cry too i got a special guest with me today i got my cousin t2 say what's up t2 what's up what's good And we're going to do Tupac and Biggie, of course. Uh, Chapter four we're going to do today. Uh, I'll go back to chapter three, uh, the next podcast. I'm going to do one of my rhymes feature cry uh, in this one. It's called Cries Who I Am. Uh my cousin T Two is gonna read a poem at the end that I wrote it's a rap, but raps are poems, right, T Two?
1: Yeah, that's right. All songs are poems.
0: Yep, so he's gonna read that at the end. And uh how do you uh how do you feel about talking about Tupac and Biggie with me today? I don't know too much about them, at least compared to you, but I'm willing to talk about them, sure. Okay, good. So we're doing The Killing of Tupac Shakur by Kathy Scott, as everybody knows that. And I'm going to get into my rhyme now, and it's called Cry Is Who I Am. Well, this is a rhyme for those who may want to battle when I'm done. You want to go home and tattle to your mama because I brought the drama, bringing... Fire and heat to you like a sauna It doesn't get any calmer than a Sunday storm I'll leave you laying dead like a fucked a man all morning This is just a warning Cause I'm swarming through like a bee And if you didn't know, sweet D is a real G I'll bring you to your knees in hot degrees Like an orange, you'll get squeezed for the juice Now you got a sweet tooth Don't forget those lemon and lime rhymes go to Willy Wonka you still got time you won't be declined call 911 report the lyrics crush your spine here I am call me Madame. who am I T2 t- cry is who I am here I am call me Madame. who am I cry is who I am any battle I win Cause I'm slipping Mickey Fins in these rhymes And you couldn't even catch a sign With that monotony you could never stop the flow That can switch from fast to slow or low So now you know Let's play Hangman Can you guess who I am? I'm sweet Ready to represent the streets With your head bouncing to this exuberant beat Listen to the preamble Tell me can you handle For example You're sour couldn't really rock for hours now can you see i'm the one with the real firepower so go cloud florence nightingale and bale cause all i hear you telling are a bunch of fairy tales you're like a picture that's been exposed now everyone knows even your foes are coming to their toes and now you chose to step like a ninny only thing in your pocket is a penny worth of rhymes and flow trying to revoke provoke there's no hope now here take a toe of the sweet smelling balm now you're gone singing that same old song here i am call me madame cry who i am here i am call me madame cry who i am that sweet d again I'll always win, cause I got the sweetness for all of them. Woman, a man, whoever shall protest that the sweet can't pass the test. I get rough, and now I got Mr. McGruff and stuff. But I'm too much, so let me slow it down like a Ferris wheel. All the bitches who tested, they know the real deal. So sweet, you could gobble me like smuckers. But I'm like the Wu Tang, cause I bring the fucking ruckus. Now what? I don't hear a sound cause you drown And your antics to be a clown With just one titty I can pound you in the ground The sweet and rough shit that you thought I couldn't kick With this clit and tits, all that shit Here I am, call me madame Christ, who I am Here I am, call me madame Christ, who I am i'll start the war call up the troops and make your ass snore i'm like opium i'm opening those brain cells with the stories i tell because you was doomed from the start and like the lion you're saying oh i really wish i had a heart i'm lusty you're dusty i'm luscious and you can't touch this miss try to diss now i piss, bitch and i'll rip off your tits because i keep my shit tight for the niggas in the bed and the bitches in the head and how could you ever have misled to think you could shoot through the brinks uh yeah i got my cargo well guarded like wells fargo flo go coast to coast new york la to chicago cross the north and south to key lago western maine and boston styles i'm tossing soften MCs like M&Ms melting in the mouth of s- cry sweet d here i am Call me Madame. Christ, who I am. Here I am. Call me Madame. Christ, who I am. And what did you think the best line out of that rap was, T2? Uh, well, the one I sung, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah.
1: But the whole thing was funny. I, I know, I, wasn't it funny? <laughs> I, I, lo- I loved it. I loved it. <laughs>
0: Didn't did it make you laugh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, introduce yourself a little bit. Tell tell America a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, my name is Trent. I'm
1: Sweet D's cousin. I'm also 20 years old. Uh, my blood type is I forgot what my blood type is. <laughs> my social my social
0: security number. Uh. <laughs> Well, he's in college, and he's a junior, and he's studying eye information technology at UMass Boston. As you guys know, I went to Emerson College. So UMass Boston, IT, the next Steve Jobs uh, is here.
1: I mean, I, I hope so.
0: Yeah, I hope so, too. He's a great man. This is an Apple podcast and a Spotify podcast, so Apple, big. Yep, definitely. Yeah, something I hope uh, my cousin T2 does. Now, let's get into the book, The Killing of Tupac Shakur by Kathy Scott. This is the investigation. As far back as anyone in the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department can remember, the Tupac Shakur movie murder case is the biggest las vegas has ever seen but even though it's the biggest and most highly publicized the killing of tupac Shakur may never be solved uh t2 so we can only hope okay even the lieutenant of the homicide section wayne peterson doesn't believe the murder murderer will be captured (laughs) nor will the case ever be prosecuted
1: speechless yeah
0: it's a case metro probably wishes never came its way for more reasons than the obvious the murder of a famous young man the handling of the investigation has been criticized from start to finish by participants and observers who contend that the police haven't done everything they could and should have i agree with that
1: i agree too i mean if they did then we'd be a lot closer to solving this, wouldn't
0: we? Yeah. According to authorities, it hasn't been for lack of effort. Effort? Effort? <laughs> Come on. But, okay. Oh, okay, hold on. According to authorities, it hasn't been for lack of effort, but for lack of cooperation from just about Everyone involved. The witnesses, Tupac's associates, Suge Knight, and even police from other departments and jurisdictions. Listen, if you want
1: to solve a case, then you need cooperation and, you know, as much evidence as you can.
0: Yeah. Seven homicide teams made up of a sergeant and two detectives rotate on an on-call basis at Metro. Each three-man team investigates an average of 25 murders a year. Mm. Wow. Tupac's was one of 207 homicides in Las Vegas, Clark County in 1996 and one of 168 investigated by Metro that year. It's a lot of cases. That is. The night Tupac was shot... The team on call consisted of Sergeant Kevin Manning, Detective Brent Becker, and Detective Mike Franks, all veteran detectives.
1: Well, at least they got
0: a star-studded cast. I would like to talk to them. Yeah? Yeah. Brent Becker worked in the robbery section before he moved to Homicide. At the time of Tupac's murder, he'd been working the homicide detail for about two years. His partner, Mike Franks, had been working in homicide for four years at the time of the murder. Before that, Franks worked in the narcotics unit with Sergeant Manning. Manning, early in his police career, was a part of Metro's first street narcotics unit, unit. He'd also worked in the gang detail. When Tupac was shot, Manning had been a homicide sergeant for a year and a half.
1: With all these people, with all these skills coming together... Mm-hmm. And they still not and them still not being able to solve this case. That just goes to show how important cooperation is if you want to solve a case.
0: Okay. Yeah. The Clark County Sheriff's Department merged with Metro in nineteen seventy three and became the Metropolitan Police Department. Franks and Manning were hired by Metro. Becker was the Sheriff's Department before the two were combined. Brent was one of my trainees at Metro when I was a training officer, Manning said. I worked with Mike and Narcotics. We're all friends. The homicide unit at Metro is somewhat a somewhat casual bunch. It's an elite group. Working homicide is a sought after assignment. But Las Vegas detectives don't dress the part. They don't wear white dress shirts, neckties, and black slacks like many of their counterparts in other cities. Here in the desert, they're more likely to be seen wearing golf shirts and dockers. What do you think? I don't know.
1: Keep reading. I'm into it.
0: Okay. Manning, Becker, and Franks were called to the scene at Las Vegas Boulevard and Harmon Ave about an hour and a half after the shooting. The homicide lieutenant at the time, Larry Spinoza, was out of town. Otherwise, he would have been there, too. In the days and weeks following the homicide, the team interviewed a couple dozen people who were friends or associates of Tupac, some of who were part of the entourage, and they talked to literally thousands of people about the case, Manning said. Throughout the investigation, police say witnesses have uniformly refused to cooperate. I don't know why no one wants to tell and help find the killer of Tupac and Biggie. Why is everybody so hush-hush about this? I don't know. Maybe they're afraid. Afraid of what? Uh, Whoever killed them. Oh, man. That person's going to go to jail if you say who uh, murdered them. The detectives were frustrated from the very beginning, stunned by the number of witnesses who claimed not to have seen the assailants or anything else for that matter. The witness statements were pretty similar. I didn't see nothing. I didn't know nobody. I wasn't even there, Lieutenant Wayne Peterson commented, mocking the language. No one on East Flamingo Road that night, including Suge Knight, admitted to seeing anything that aided investigators in the efforts to find the killers or accomplices. Police assumed that Suge Knight, who was driving the car and sitting next to Tupac, yes, would probably be their best eyewitness. They were wrong. He was in the car.
1: And he wasn't their best witness.
0: Mm. Peterson said he's obviously a prime witness in this, also a victim. Yeah, he got shot too. And we've gotten no cooperation from him. We believe we know who's responsible for this. The problem we have with this case is we don't have anyone willing to come forward and testify to it. The gangster rap mentality that they don't want to talk to police is definitely hurting this case. Sergeant Kevin Manning agreed. He doesn't care. It's the code of the mentality. They just don't care. Oh. How could you not care about Tupac, one of the greatest rappers in the world, and, and Biggie? Uh, one of the other greatest rappers in the world. We listened to their music all the time. We saw them perform, we saw their videos. They cared about us so much, and you don't want to help? When Suge Knight was asked by an ABC primetime live reporter whether he would tell the police who killed Tupac if he knew who it was, he answered slowly but directly. Absolutely not, I mean, because I don't know. It's not my job. I don't get paid to solve homicides. I don't get paid to tell on people. Hmm. There's a potential for God, know- God knows how many witnesses that night. Lieutenant Peterson commented, It was a Saturday night. It was a fight night. It was close to the strip. How many hundreds of people were at that intersection? Say there was a hundred. Nobody was able to provide us with an accurate description of the shooter and the vehicle. The best anyone on the scene could tell investigators was that the Cadillac was light colored, probably white. Most of the witnesses say the car was white, Peterson confirmed. How many white Cadillacs are there in this town? Investigators were also given what they called misinformation by unreliable sources that everyone in the Cadillac was wearing masks. But that didn't correspond with the claim by the lone potentially cooperative witness, Yafu Fula, who claimed he could possibly identify the gunman whose face he said wasn't covered. Early in the Shakura investigation, Sergeant Manning told a reporter the shooting was not a random act of violence, but that's about all investigators seem sure of. Perhaps most frustrating, the members of the entourage were quiet about the shooting, claiming they only saw the Cadillac and not the assailants. Several bodyguards were in the group, and their lack of detailed information took Metro investigators by surprise. Why wow, you think the bodyguards would say something. Yeah, I mean that's their job to protect, right? Right. After all, they were being paid to protect Tupac and Chug. That's what I was saying. <laughs> yep. It amazes me, Kevin Manning said, when they have professional bodyguards who can't even give us an accurate description of the vehicle. You think a personal bodyguard would have seen something. It's a murder, and the people closest to the scene should be able to help us, but they say they didn't see anything. So far they haven't enlightened us as to the suspect or a motive, and that's the bottom line. The night of the shooting, about eight detectives were on the scene, Peterson said, including a general assignment detectives, a watch commander, and patrol officers trying to deal with the mass of witnesses and the large crime scene. One crime scene analyst was called because it was an attempted homicide, said Lieutenant Brad Simpson, who oversees Metro's criminalistic ses- section. Tupac didn't die right away, uh, we have, or we would have sent two technicians. We approached it as an attempted homicide, so we only sent one senior crime scene analyst. Oh, you should have sent the whole department for Tupac and Biggie, too. On average, there are a minimum of two, probably three criminalists on a homicide scene. You think that's enough?
1: I wouldn't know. I'm not a crime scene analyst.
0: <laughs> I think you, when there's a crime committed, a murder, I think you need. A lot of people on the scene I think so too it's it's like
1: they gotta allocate resources responsibly because what if there's another murder and they don't have any more crime scene specialists right
0: oh okay one is a crime scene supervisor and one a senior crime scene analyst which means they've been on a job for at least four years Their job is to collect the forensics evidence. In the Tupac Shakur case, they would look at the bullet holes in the vehicle, the trajectory of the bullet holes hitting the car and him, blood splatter evidence which shows the direction of high-velocity wounds, They would photograph the crime scene, taking overall views. They would probably go back within a week to take an aerial shot to get a better perspective of what's going on. They would diagram the crime scene. An aerial photograph was never taken. Aerial photos are used for court. If there's an arrest, photos of the street will be taken from a helicopter. The police didn't take an aerial photo that night because it was dark, Manning claimed. Hmm. So if a murder happens at night, you can't take a shot? I guess they got to wait until the morning, but they didn't even take a shot then, right? Hmm. A Metro K-9 team was dispatched to the strip and Harmon Avenue to search for a gun police believed may have been thrown into the center divider. Later that night, however, they learned that the shooting took place a mile away, so the dogs were sniffing for 15 minutes in the wrong place. A helicopter Metro has three wasn't used in the investigation to search for the Cadillac because by the time the police realized where the shooting had taken place, too much time had elapsed to dispatch a helicopter. They figured the getaway car was long gone. Oh, my goodness. This is a mess. It is. When investigators learned the gunmen fled south on Colville Lane, detectives checked to see if any shootings had occurred in that area. There were no reports of any, and no fights or disturbances were reported involving black men and a Cadillac. Why don't you read the next part, T2, right here? All right. A Nevada Highway
1: Patrol sergeant and six troopers arrived at Harmon, where Suj's were BMW came to a halt and blocked the Strip through traffic. We got a call that shots were fired on the Strip, Trooper Steve Harney explained. There was a... That there was a shooting in progress. When we first arrived, we shut everything down. We have to shut everything down in case there are any bad... ...guys around. Ironically, Suja's escape route had been taken... Shug, S- Shug's escape route had been taken the BMW almost all the way back to the MGM Grand where the state trooper's presence was already heavy because of the Tyson-Seldon fight. Look at how many additional people were there because of the fight. So many officers responded because there were hundreds working that night. We have what's called an operational plan, Harvey said. Anytime there's a major event on the Strip, the hotels involved hire additional officers and we provide traffic control. When there's a shooting, it's a simultaneous notification to Metro and the Highway Patrol. We stayed on all night. Bicycle patrol officer Michael McDonald, who works the swing shift as a cop and serves as an elected Las Vegas City Councilman by day, was called to the scene as backup. We rolled in on it as soon as we heard they had a shooting going on, McDonald explained.
0: Okay, let's stop there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's talk about this a little bit from what we have read so far. First, let me where did you start? Right around right around here. Okay. All right. So what amazes me, T Two, is that nobody wants to say anything. That's right. It seems like they don't want this case to be solved in a way. Right. And all the rappers they worked with, all the people who shared their life with them don't wanna say anything and I don't get that. You know, he was saying it's like they don't care and how could you not care about one of your fellow colleagues, about a human being that you did a rap song with? Exactly and from from start to
1: The point we are now, in the future, this whole thing's just been a complete mess.
0: Yeah. The police didn't even do an aerial shot. Mm
1: -hmm. I I assume that... They didn't
0: didn't... even get a helicopter to try to find the Cadillac. Yep. (laughs) T2's shaking his head. (laughs) He's like, oh my goodness. Do you... Do you, who, have you heard Tupac and Biggie's music? Yep, I have. Who do you like better?
1: I can't, I can't pick favorites
0: here. Mm. see these were, when Tupac and Biggie came out, um, it was like a big, amazing, uh, party, and Celebration, when they came out, T2. They were both excellent rappers. They were both very talented. They were both, that both of their music was excellent and the bomb. Um, then there became a dissension between the two of them. There became kind of like a rivalry or a fight and I think it was produced by some of us listeners, too. You know, some of Generation X and the people around them.
1: So you think they were they were kind of fanning the flames?
0: Yeah, because at the time when they came out, I remember, you know, uh, in the 90s, I remember, you know, it'd be like, who you like, Tupac or Big, Biggie's better than Pac, you know, but let me say this, that we both, we liked them both the same, but I think one of them wanted to be bigger than the other, and it became a competition that got out of hand, and Tupac got shot, first, then Big got shot, and it was devastating for Generation X and for everybody. Like, I want to help with this case. Like, I want to help find their murderers, because two big, famous that did so much for this country and made such great music... The killers should be put in jail. Murder, for the first thing, is terrible. And gun violence is terrible. And violence is terrible. But to, I just, if I did a song with Big, I'd be like so wanting to find his Murderer.
1: Mm-hmm. You'd have that connection with him, right? Yeah. So So it's amazing that the people who actually have had that experience don't want to come forward.
0: Yeah. It's like you're millionaires now because of them. You don't wanna oh, it's devastating. Okay, let's get into the poem. We have, and you can start us off. I'll read one, you read the other. All right. Is there a specific way I should read this? Nope.
1: All right. It's nice to know when someone cares enough to be there, listening to all your desires and fears, sharing things that you wouldn't even know are there. Friends are hard to find in a world like this where everything is based on status. Searching throughout your entire life for loyalty, What's that like? Unlike days gone, money is the priority when lives are lost almost as daily as school bells go off. Still life goes on. Everybody has a job. Happiness comes from the inside, although some may try to place a stigma on you. Either make a move or find yourself in a group. That won't be so rude. Changing attitudes.
0: It's a hard thing to do, especially when you have years of hidden characteristics to go through what you must do is be content with who you are stand up for yourself otherwise things could go too far never judge a book by its cover one of those sayings that can become valuable you never you never know what one may have on the inside yet to be read get to know people first remember that one can present only what they want you to see or hear. These types prey on the kind hearted, for they believe that we aren't as strong as we appear.
1: Constantly having to jump over hurdles like track stars. In the end, we win. You could see the shine of the gold from within. Loving, I am your loving bogus. A link I wouldn't call this, the genuineness I didn't experience. Excellence is something that you can't circumvent. You should never take one's aid as a sign that can be easily played. Eventually, they'll surprise you with the finale that you thought you had laid out. I'm out. I'm out
0: too. This is Sweet Dan T2 saying peace. The podcast is cry. Let it all out. Cry, America. Let it all out for Tupac and Big. I'm cry. I'll see you next. I'll see you in the next podcast. I love you, America. Thanks for listening. Bye.